Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, your host, and I hope you guys had a fabulous weekend and are having a great week. Are you guys ready for more adventure stories? Well, that's good. We have some quick shout outs and thank yous to give to our newest premium members. They are Leah and Brooke from Maine, who actually saved up their money to buy the subscription themselves. So thank you so much, guys. Eliana from Oakland, California. Ryan Myers, who actually turns five today. So happy birthday, Ryan. And you'd also like a shout out for your sisters, Tilly and Winnie, and you're from Egan, Minnesota. Caleb and Nora from Wisconsin. And Alicia and Charlie from Oregon. Hi, guys. So today's story request comes from Adia and her younger sister, Evie, who would like to suggest a story about a monster called Silly Goog. And he's fluffy like cotton candy in all the rainbow colors with cotton candy wings that are red. Ooh, we love the sound of Silly Goog, guys. Thank you so much for this idea. And we hope, in fact, we know that you're going to love this story. Are you guys ready? Here we go. Throughout the North, there was one name that filled everyone with fear. A fearsome beast said to gulp down children whole. People spoke of it having terrifying claws and teeth like broken glass. Worst of all, the monster was said to be so horrible to look at that anyone gazing upon it would not be able to stop themselves from screaming. Its name was Silly Goog. Everyone lived in fear of Silly Goog. They were terrified of it coming down from the mountains to terrorize their homes. Nobody wanted to go into the mountains and confront the monster. Nobody dared. Adia and Evie had grown up with stories about Silly Goog. At first, like everyone else, they were frightened of this fearsome creature. But in time, their feelings began to change. I'm not frightened of Silly Goog, said Adia. He never comes down from his mountain. Yeah, agreed Evie. Everyone should just forget about him. But they won't, said Adia. She had bigger ideas. I think we should take care of this silly goog once and for all. Evie was shocked by her sister's words. You don't mean us going up into the mountains? Why not? Nobody's even seen this silly goog for so long. He probably doesn't even exist anymore. Maybe he never existed at all, said Evie, getting into the swing of Adia's thinking. He's probably just a myth or a story told to frighten children. Yeah, that's it, agreed Adia. And just think, if we can prove Silly Goog isn't real, then everyone can live happier lives. Evie thought about this for a moment. But what about if Silly Goog is real? Adia looked at her sister straight in the eye. Then we must defeat him, she said. 
So the two girls put on some warm hiking clothes, stout boots, and packed a backpack each full of supplies, and headed off for the mountain. It was a beautiful, clear day with a powder blue sky as they climbed the foothills at the mountain's base. They'd long since passed the last human settlement in the form of a tiny farm. Now there wasn't a single human between them and the mountaintop. Up and up they climbed. The path became steeper with loose stones that made walking difficult. When they'd set off, both girls were feeling determined and confident. But now they were so close, doubts began to creep in. If Silly Goog is there, said Evie, how will we defeat him? Adia wasn't sure of herself now. I don't know, she said quietly. I'm sure we'll think of something. They walked on in silence until, as the sun neared the horizon, they arrived at a steep rock wall with a dark, looming cave. There was nowhere else to go but inside. The girls took one another's hands and stepped in. Each step they took was slow and cautious. In their imaginations, every echo of their footsteps became silly goog leaping out to gobble them up. But onwards they went. They were expecting the cave to get darker the further they went in, but instead it curved back towards daylight. Adia and Evie emerged somewhere on the other side of the steep rock wall into what was most definitely a garden. Beautiful flowers grew in neatly tended borders, fruit trees bowed under the weight of apples and pears, and rows upon rows of vegetables stretched off across the slopes. In the warm light of the setting sun, it looked really beautiful. It was not what the girls were expecting at all. Have we come to the right place? wondered Adia. Movement between some tall green bushes caught the girls' attention. The gardener of this beautiful space appeared, carrying a garden fork and a basket full of freshly picked vegetables. He was round, very fluffy, and colored like a rainbow. Two small fluffy red wings sprouted from his back. By Jiminy, said the strange gardener, dropping his basket in surprise. Where did you two come from? Oh, we're ever so sorry, said Adia quickly. I think we're lost. Lost? said the gardener, suddenly concerned. Oh dear, well, we can't have that. Where were you trying to get to? Oh, we've come to defeat a terrible monster, said Evie. It's got big teeth and claws, added Adia. And eats children whole, Evie continued, much to the gardener's horror. It's called Silly Goog, Adia said. But, said the gardener with a frown, that's my name. That can't be right, said Evie. Silly Goog is a scary monster. Everyone knows that, said Adia. By Jiminy, said Silly Goog. Do people really think that? It's no wonder people have stopped coming to visit me. Wait, Adia said. Do you mean people used to come here? Oh, yes, said Silly Goog. I would sell them my vegetables, fruit, and flowers, and do little magic shows. But one day, for some reason, people stopped coming. In fact, I don't think I've seen anyone for, oh, let me see, 100 years. 
One hundred years," said Evie. "That's a really long time." "Yes," agreed Silly Goog. "I suppose it is. Do you mean to say that everyone's forgotten about me?" Adia raised her shoulders into a shrug. "Kind of. They've certainly forgotten what sort of person you are." Silly Goog sat down heavily on a nearby bench. "Well, I never," he said. I feel quite deflated. I'm never so sorry," said Evie. "I wish there was something I could do to cheer you up." Silly Goog smiled weakly.、Oh, "I used to love it when the people came to see me. The children would bring sweet things to share. I really loved the brightly colored cotton candy because it reminded me of my fluffy body." "I've got cotton candy." Said Evie excitedly, throwing down her backpack and rummaging through the contents. She hadn't picked the healthiest of supplies for their trip, and sure enough, among the many packets and bags was some pink and yellow cotton candy. Here, she said, holding it out. You can have it. Oh, how very kind of you! Said Silly Goog and began to tuck in. Hmm. Oh, oh, that, that's really lovely. Hmm. Did you say that you did magic shows? Asked Adia. Oh yes," said Silly Goog, standing up. "I'll show you, but but I'll need my top hat." Collecting his basket and garden fork, they followed Silly Goog through the garden until they came to a stone cottage with a slate roof built into the mountainside. Silly Goog ducked inside, then swiftly returned, clutching the top hat. Watch this," he said as he popped the hat on his head. He put his hands together, then slowly pulled them apart. And as he did so, all of the fresh vegetables in his basket began to float into the air. They danced and jigged in twin circles like moons orbiting Silly Goog's body. Adia and Evie thought this was terrific and clapped and laughed along. It became even more hilarious when Silly Goog made different vegetables magically hang between his eyes like strange lumpy noses. To complete his little magic act, he returned all the vegetables to the basket, then drew a doorway in the air with his fingers. A shimmering outline remained in the air as he opened and then stepped through the invisible doorway, completely disappearing. The two sisters thought this was just amazing and cheered, only to realize Silly Goog was now stood behind them, joining in with them. It was all one big jolly laugh. Oh, I've missed doing that," said Silly Goog. "You must have been so lonely," suggested Evie. Silly Goog nodded. "Yes, I was. I mean." I have my garden, and I talk to the flowers and the insects and the birds. But, well, you know, they don't tend to talk back. I've got an idea," said Adia. "Why don't you come back with us?" Oh, "Do you think that's a good idea?" said Silly Goog nervously. "Doesn't everyone think I'm a monster?" "Well, we'll show them you're not," said Adia. "We'll put on a show, and you can make everyone smile." A magic show," added Evie. "Well, I suppose I could," said Silly Goog. "And then maybe people will be happy to come and visit me again. But look, the sun has set, the stars are out, and it's getting cold. 
Come inside and have some dinner, and I'll make up somewhere for you to sleep. Then I can come home with you tomorrow. And so that's exactly what they did. When it came to it, Silly Goog's show proved to be a tremendous success. In fact, you could go as far as to say that it was simply magical. The end.